Hey guys, this is Steve Newland with the Find Your Money Path show. Hey, it would mean so much to me if you just took a couple seconds before you listen to this podcast and left a rating and review. I can't tell you how much that helps other people find the podcast and engage with what we're doing. I hope you enjoy this episode. On this episode, we're going to talk about a simple thing that you can do that's completely free that might actually make it significantly more likely for you to achieve some sort of a financial goal. Well, hey everyone, welcome back to this episode of the Find Your Money Path show. I'm just grateful that you took a few minutes to join me for today. On today, I'm gonna try a a new segment or a new style that I wanna do moving forward, and that is uh, something that we'll do every so often, and that is I'm gonna pick an article, a personal finance article, and just kind of read through it and give some quick thoughts and some quick takes on it as we're going through. So this is one that really piqued my interest. It's on CNBC and it's by Sarah O'Brien. And the headline is, picturing what you wanna do in retirement could spur higher savings rate. I'm gonna go through and just read some snippets and some highlights from the article. And I'm gonna link this too in the show notes and on the blog so you can go ahead and read the full article if you want to. But I just thought this was a really interesting topic and it's basically just the high level is just saying, okay, if you were to kind of think about what life and retirement look like, or or I'll use another example in a second. Um, but if you were to think about and envision what that looked like, if you were to look ahead and, and think, this is what it's gonna look like when I achieve this goal, research found that you're significantly more likely to be more realistic about what you're gonna save or what you're gonna put aside to reach that goal. So let's jump in here. I'm just gonna start reading the article here. It says, got a few minutes to really think about how you wanna live your life in retirement? It might motivate you to save more. New research that involved a hidden experiment shows that when people first envision the lives they wanna lead, once they reach their 60s, they recommended they recommend saving more per paycheck in a retirement plan than those who did not first give any real thought to life in later years. So essentially what that's saying is if you didn't think about, you know, how do I wanna live in retirement, then it basically is saying, you would have saved less than the person who said, yeah, I can see myself on a yacht and I can see myself taking vacations, you know, going to Disneyland with my grandkids. That person who could look out and envision that tended to recommend setting aside more money than the person who didn't. I'll continue the article here. So the takeaway is simple but powerful. If you can envision your retirement, it can positively impact how much you're saving, said Heather Lord, Senior Vice President and Head of Strategy and Innovation at Capital Group, which released the study this week. The research, which which also explored the changing views of retirement, involved a survey of 1,202 adults in April. Half of the respondents were first asked how much should be set aside for retirement. After that, they answered a variety of questions that explored specifics about how they want their life to look like in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. For the other half, however, these questions came first, and then participants answered how much should be saved. On average, that group recommended saving 31% more. Among millennials, the suggested amount to save averaged 52% higher. So in essence, what they did is they took half of these adults, let's just round it, let's say, so they took 601 adults and said, okay, how much should you save for retirement? And then after that, they said, okay, well now how do you want your life to look? you know, in your 60s, 70s, 70s, and 80s. And then for the other 600 adults, the other half of the study, 
they flipped those around. They said, okay, what do you want retirement to look like in your 60s, 70s, 70s and 80s? And then they asked how much should be set aside for retirement. What they're finding is that second set of people who were asked, you know, what does my retirement look like first before they were asked how much to save for it? That group was more likely to suggest a significant amount more to save for retirement. I'll continue the article here. By and large, retirement savers can use all the help they can get. New research from the Stanford City, uh, new research from the Stanford Center on Longevity suggests people should generally be saving twice what they actually are. Of course, filling out a survey and actually taking action to save more are separate things. Lord said that the next step would be for 401k plan sponsors and the like to help retirement savers visualize what they're saving for before deciding how much of their income to put towards their nest egg. So there's a little bit more in the article, not much. There's a couple other you know, uh, sentences here. But what I wanted to do is go through and apply this to debt. Because while this is about retirement, what I'm primarily focused on is how do we help people get out of debt? Because there's just this thing hanging over our heads that if, if it's in the way, you know, we're, putting, we're, we're paying all these payments every month, we can't do positive things like invest and, and like retire. So one thing that I, I, I like to do with clients, and I'm not always the best at doing this, but one thing I really strive to do is I go in the debt section of the budget and I say, you know, okay, you, you're, you've got about $1,000 of payments going towards debt, whether that's car loans, credit cards, student loans. And I say, what would you rather do with that money? If you were debt free today, what would you rather do with that extra $1,000? And Oftentimes that kind of gets to the why, like why do we want to pay off debt? Well, because I want to save more or because I want to go on vacation or oftentimes because I just, I'm tired of stressing about money and having an extra thousand dollars a month of margin provides margin and, and when we have margin and we have excess, that means we're not going to be as stressed about it. It's going to take pressure off the situation. So imagine if you have debt and you're listening to this, just take a second and, and just add up or even pause this and just add up how much debt are you how much are you paying towards debt and I typically exclude house from this but if you want to have a fun exercise include your house payment in this because again that's a debt right but for most of us it's just gonna be car loans credit cards student loans things like that and just think about that number think about wow what if I had an extra five hundred dollars seven hundred and fifty dollars a thousand dollars a month what would you do with it what what fun would you do with it who would you be able to help? How much more money would you give away? Would you start to, to donate to somebody? Could you help a family member? Could you put more money aside towards retirement? Could you leave a job that you really don't like to do something that you really want to do because you now have all this margin? Think about those things. And what this is going to do is as you start paying off the debt, not only is it going to keep you motivated because this is you know, this is what, why you're doing it. This is what you want to do. You're going to be more aggressive with putting more money towards that because you're picturing the destination. Now, again, this is way easier, just like the article said, way easier said than done. Um, you know, it's one thing to dream a little bit, but then you've got to execute on that dream day after day after day after day. You can sit there and dream for one day and then it's, you know, it's just a dream. The execution is the hard part. And staying disciplined is the hard part. And that's why I hope things like this podcast um, can help just get, keep you thinking about this every single week, every single day, and just staying intentional and staying on top of, you know, just these important financial decisions and these financial thoughts. So the last thing I want to end on here is actually just an interesting chart. 
that was in this article and it found from this study it found that group A, which remember group A is the group who was asked first how much they need to save for retirement. And group B was the one who was asked, what do you want your retirement to look like first before they were asked how much they want to save for retirement? Group A, I'm going to go down the different chart here, the chart here. Millennials said for the ones who were asked again first how much they should put away retirement for retirement, they said we should put 17% of our income away for retirement. Group B, the one who envisioned their retirement, said, no, I can do 25.9% towards retirement. That's a 52% increase. Generation X, they said, Group A said, I can put 16.5% aside for, towards retirement. Group B, who envisioned their retirement, said, nope, I can put 20.2% uh, towards retirement. Baby boomers, Group A said, 15.2% 15 15 I'll, I'll put that away for retirement. Group B, who's already thinking about their retirement, 17.3%. If you look at all the 1,200 responses to the survey, the ones who were asked how much they should put it towards retirement first said 16.2%. And the ones who said, I want to go to Disneyland with my grandkids, I want to you know, uh, go on cruises every, every three months, those are the people who said, I want to put 21.2% away for retirement. Overall, a 31% increase than Group A. And again, I think if you correlated this to debt, you'd see the exact same thing. The people who are focused and who, who have this vision in mind of like, no, I'm sick, I'm tired, I'm stressed out, I don't want to be stressed out anymore, I'd rather use this money on something else. I don't have data on that, but I almost guarantee you the same exact thing applies. I've seen it over and over and over from the people who are motivated. They're the ones who pay off debt the quickest and because they know where they're headed and they can see the finish line. Well, hey, I hope this was helpful for you today. If you need help paying off your student debt, getting a plan together to pay off credit cards or student loans uh, or car loans, please reach out. I promise you this is something that when you have accountability and you have someone you know, helping you develop a plan, it just makes this process a little bit easier. So please don't hesitate to reach out. Go to findyourmoneypath.com for more information. And I just appreciate you listening to me today.